0: Hello there, this is Sam from Haynet, and I'm your host today on the Haynet podcast. Um, Big thank you for Rhea's last podcast, which was last month, so I do apologise for the weeks that have slipped by until doing this one today for you. Um, Rhea told us all about Beta International, which is um, the big equestrian trade show that all equestrian companies uh, head to in Birmingham um, every January, and she gave a really, really good... um, give us some good advice on how to make the most of beta and if you haven't been before what to look out for what to expect um so you know it was really really interesting to listen to um what beta is all about so i hope if you haven't been to beta and uh you listen to ria's podcast that you learn a thing or two um ria kindly asked me the question about um, regards to using video in social media marketing or potentially the word vlogging, which is obviously uh, the video version of doing a blog, Um, which is a very, um, it's a really good subject for me because it is something that I will be totally honest with you about I'm not entirely comfortable with. It's not uh, for me watching videos. I love watching people's videos and I love watching people's vlogs and record, you know, recordings and listening to companies that have put, um, you know, a, a, an edited video out there about their product. It's me myself that doesn't feel comfortable in front of the camera, which um, I'm pretty sure I'm not alone with that. So it was a it was a good question to ask me, and it was something um, that's out of my comfort zone. But I wanted to chat today about. Um, using video in social media marketing, or if you wanted to go down the vlogging route with regards to your blog, um, really how to go about it and why we really should be embracing this form of marketing and uh, through social media. So I went and had a um, bit of, sort of, uh, did look at some stats about video um, and and how it's actually doing with regards to social media, and obviously it's doing brilliantly. It is such an up and coming, marketing tool that I think everybody really needs to sit up and listen if you haven't used video before I think uh, you need to actually embrace it a bit and and give it a whirl. So interestingly from a stat point of view um, 60% of a thousand people that look at social media um, so they watched branded videos every day particularly through Facebook so that's quite a lot you know that's just over half of everybody that sits and looks on Facebook will watch a video at some point during the day and um, that's probably moreover, uh, with regards to reading some content and I'm slightly diversifying now that with regards to content I think we can become a little bit lazy and I will put my hands up when you're going through a newsfeed, it's so easy to actually just press play on a video rather than reading and absorbing uh, you know some content that may be of use to you or you or you're interested in. Um, I really don't want to do content down because I think you can uh, really get your point across as well through written content Um, and I don't want that to disappear, certainly not, but I also feel that the two can sit side by side together quite well. Um, So I think really it's it's easy, video is so easy, you just scroll through and you see something that just appeals, you just press play, you press one button and then you can have from a business point of view or from a vlogger point of view, you can then get your point across uh, you know, through, through speech and visual and it just engages potentially the, you know, the audience a bit more. So another statistic is there that apparently 64% of these people that are actually, um, that watch these videos will actually, uh, it it influences them to make a purchase decision. And that's another really good statistic. So you think 64% of people that actually stopped and perhaps watched either your video or a brand, an Equestrian Brands video, 64% of them actually made a purchase. So that, again, is a really, really good stat for you to think about, especially if you're selling a product or service, that that is something that you need to think about. Um, I think also businesses, they see great video results, particularly on Facebook, and I think also YouTube is is a close second. I don't use YouTube a lot um, myself, I do think that obviously um, if you do you need to set a channel up and perhaps have Facebook and YouTube running side by side so I think it's a really good thing to do and it's something that I'm going to try uh, and uh, motivate myself more to get my YouTube channel for Haynet running up a bit more efficiently. Um, and also it's, it's. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with regards to, with regard, you know Facebook have got their stories now, so have Instagram. They are brilliant for people to stop by every day and watch your videos. So even if you can't bear the thought of sitting there for 10, 15 minutes doing a video, just doing even a 30-second snapshot, say, for example, on Instagram stories, and then building that up through the day is such an effective way of capturing an audience. And I know that Instagram is growing rapidly on the the stories side of things, and that's why Facebook really have tapped into that in the last... um, definitely six six months to a year and I also think if you're not confident in front of um, a camera doing the Instagram stories for example is such a uh, gentle way of getting into being used in front of the camera you can just do literally a sort of 20 second intro or even up to a minute and the more you do it the more comfortable I think you'll feel um, in, in doing the stories and I think um Instagram stories is big and it's growing and if it's something that you've not delved into yet Um, please go and um, have a look at Instagram and have a look at some of the stories on there to get an idea of what people are doing and how they're getting their their brand or their name out there. So with regards to video, there's two obviously concepts of it. You can either go live, which scares the life out of me, or you can have an edited video, which you obviously have control over where you film and you can edit and cut bits out. And there's advantages and disadvantages of both really. Um, So if I talk to you about the advantages of going live, um, this is brilliant if you want to uh, promote an event or a show or a launch your product um, definitely if you pre-advertise uh, to your audience that uh, for example on I don't know on a Thursday night at eight o'clock you're going to be going live on your page and you're going to be showing your audience a brand new product and how it works and that is a, it's a brilliant way of, of getting an audience engaged getting them to come along to your page and actually having a listen of what you've got to say and you can then um have a pre-organized audience so to speak to actually then get your product out there Um, i think also tutorials are really great live as well and if you've got um something that you can actually teach um somebody especially within the equestrian world they're really great um potentially as well in in going live and getting a captive audience and um i do think to sort of pre-warn people who are going to go live um, I do think you then potentially get a more of an audience I mean, if you feel the urge to go live or something is happening instantly then do it you know don't, don't feel you've got to sort of like try and find an audience for it if something is happening in, in your work or something even you know that you want to show somebody straight away press the live button and, and go for it um, so that, that's, that's the advantages of going live obviously the disadvantage of going live is potentially uh, you could swear you could say the wrong thing something could happen you know that, that you weren't really planning of course you can't really edit it that out because if you press that live and something you know awful said or you've said something wrong or, or I'm thinking worst case scenario you've said something that you shouldn't have done um, that's going to be difficult to get rid of and that is going to be out there so that's the disadvantage of live um, video and to be honest I think it doesn't happen that often um, but obviously if it does not and obviously something funny happens you know the more people are going to actually sort of watch the video anyway but um that would be the disadvantages of using live video over the over the advantages of doing so so with regards to edited videos um they are um obviously you can produce a bit more of a slicker production you can then control what you're you're saying you can give it a bit more of a sort of flashy uh, you know, theme to it, and you can do so much with regards to uh, making your own video and getting your product or your service out there. Um, I think really editing videos, uh, we've got such brilliant software now, like you know, the iMovie and that, that you can um, really teach yourself if you've got a business that you really. Um, want to get a new product or something out there um, there are some brilliant video companies that can do that for you and they're not hideously expensive so I think weigh the pros and cons of it up if you really want to get a message out there um, to, to an audience perhaps think about using a video company that can help you with that because you know a really slick video production that makes somebody stop could you know equal so much in your engagement and also ultimately people buying from you so um that is something I think is a big advantage of, um, you know, doing edited videos. Um, statistically, actually, it was quite interesting that actually when it came to comparing live video to edited videos, um, it was it wasn't um, it wasn't much in it, but it was fifty two percent of of people actually prefer to watch an edited video over forty eight percent that prefer to watch live, and that's not a lot in it. That's nearly half and half. Um, so I think there's big advantages of using you know, definitely the live side of things and the edited side of things. So, uh, it's just slightly over the percent with regards to watching an edited video that, that a production might be a bit more, um, slicker and encourage people to actually stop and watch it. Um, and also if you do with, you know, with your videos, especially with the edited ones, make sure you've got like a YouTube channel that you can put all your videos on there, uh, and on Facebook and, um, you know, it, it's, it's a really good marketing tool to have. So, if you're like me and the thought of standing in front of a camera absolutely horrifies you and it does with me, um, I've, I've really sort of looked into this in the last uh, week or so knowing that I was going to do this podcast and I've read quite a lot about it and actually I think we just give ourselves such a hard time um, and it's also trying to increase your confidence in doing it and just by practicing, you know, just to get the camera out or just practice on your phone and do a few videos. They don't have to go on your Facebook page, the first one you do. And I've done a few test ones and some of them actually are not as bad as I think they're going to be. Um, and I think if you are going to, you know really wants to go into the video side of things then yeah definitely do some test filming and 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 also get prepared and if you're going to come across in, in trying to get a particular subject out there or you're you've got a product that you want to really get, you know push get prepared make some notes beforehand get it into your head about what you want to say in the format and what you want to say it um and I think if you've just got some notes that you can just sort of slightly look across if, if you really are losing your Uh, you know losing your focus when you're doing the film um, especially if you're doing one live then you've just got something there that you can you know go back to just so you know big big tip really is to sort of be prepared when you are actually going to do some filming and I think with regards to um, how we feel we look on film um, you know I think people in the audience are either going to like you they want to come and see you anyway and they are not looking at you the way you think they're looking at you they're looking at you because they want to sort of listen to what you've got to say and if you've got anything of value to tell them and I think that's what I've got to try and get out of my head that they're not going to be looking at you and thinking she's got a gray hair oh my god look at that spot on her chin they're not really going to be looking at that I think we give ourselves um you know we're a million times more critical of ourselves what other people see us um and, and I think when we look at ourselves on film we see so many things that we think we want to change or what we think should be different. but I think when people watching you on film they just they just see you as you as you and, and, and the way you are and that's the end of it for them. They're not going to literally pull everything apart about what what you're looking like or what you're saying as such. So um, I think we give ourselves a hard time and I know I do and I know we, you know if you hear yourself, um, you know like being, being recorded like I am today you listen back to recording and I think god do I really sound that like that and actually I do and I don't I think you just don't realize um, how different you you feel you come to what you're being portrayed as as to what actually you do sound like so I think we give ourselves really really a hard time and we need to stop doing that and I think if you can, you know, if you're in front of the film, try and relax beforehand and don't look scared stiff. It's not going to be a great video if you're looking absolutely like a rabbit caught in headlights um, and you're looking like you're hating every minute of it. If if that's the way it's coming across, then I think you need to do a few more practice videos and um, try and relax a bit and get more confident in doing so. And I think... Um, you know, just, just try and smile more, try and be a bit more warm, try and if, just imagine you're talking to a friend, and I think that's a really good thing, you know, I, I can talk for England, as you can probably tell on this podcast, but I think if you just try and feel that you are talking, not necessarily down, you know, looking at straight head of camera, I think you're talking to someone, a friend about, you know, you've got a product, and you would chat away about something that you're passionate about, and that's what I think you've got to try and come across when doing, um, a video, and if, if a video really scares you, then, do a podcast like what I'm doing today because actually I'm chat chat chatting away and I don't give a monkey's what I look like because I know you can't see me which is is ridiculous and I wish that I could be doing this on video and I will be doing it is something that is on my agenda this year that I've got to do more but if you feel that video at the moment is not um you, you know not for you then perhaps try and do some podcasts it gets you used to speaking uh, and speaking continually and trying to get a format and, and how you're going to actually get your message across. So, you know, that, that might be another option potentially with regards to preparing yourself for video is to actually have a go at doing audio recordings as well. Um, so, that, that's my, my, my sort of perspective of video, and, and I really need to embrace it more, and I am going to, and I hope you do, and I hope some of the things I've spoken about today will encourage you to do more um, video too. Um, and basically I think you've got to enjoy it and remember to smile and if you yeah don't look like you're pulling teeth out on a video because it's just not very you know it's not going to be very comfortable for anybody to watch so you know give it a go give it a go sorry and um, do a few test ones perhaps try some audio recordings and just um, just get a bit more confident in, in, you know, getting yourself across there. And I honestly believe that, especially from a marketing point of view, the more video you do, the more people will engage. So I hope that's helped. Um, and, uh, actually I will just say that, I, that I've got a horse bloggers meetup group on Facebook, at which we've got the super Tina Wallace, um, who's a real vlogging star and she's coming along to the group on the 8th of March to talk about vlogging. Um, and being in front of films so that that's something if you fancy to come along on the 8th of March 8 o'clock on our Facebook group um, she is going to do uh, an hour with us you know giving her top tips on how to um, use video more so that might be something of interest to you as well. Um, So thank you for listening I'm now going to pose um, a question to Ria to ask for the next podcast and that is all about business coaching, and I'm going to ask Ria: Is you know what what advantages or why should a small rural business actually think about potentially seeing a business coach, and what would they get from that? So um, I look forward to listening to Ria's uh, podcast on that subject. Thank you again. Um, if you need to ask me any questions about this podcast or any of the other podcasts that's in the HayNet library. Um, you can find me at www.hay-net.co.uk. Um, socially, you can find me at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and that is all at Haynet blog. Thanks, much again, and I look forward to chatting with you all very soon.